Hey guys, and welcome to Awe Stories. I'm your host, Amy Green. On each episode, we share conversations of self-discovery and transformation with people stepping into being heroes of their own lives. I hope you leave feeling inspired and motivated in your own journey of self-discovery and continue to seek and find moments of wonder and awe in your everyday life. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of Awe Stories. Are you a creative entrepreneur? If so, you're going to love this episode. Joanna Waterfall is with us from Yellow Co. She runs these amazing conferences where like-minded women gather to connect, collaborate, and be inspired to do amazing work in this world. Super cool, right? Joanna also then shares her practices of how she stays grounded, clear, and connected to herself so that she can create. As always, you can find our show notes and resources on our website, www.abreathoffreshaw.com. Hey, Joanna, how are you today? Hi, I'm doing well. How are you? Doing great. Thank you so much for joining us. We're so excited to have you. Would you mind telling us a little bit about the work that you do in this world? Yeah. Um, well, I run a organization for creative women who have a desire to use their gifts and their skills and their talents to make an impact for good in this world. And we do that through an annual conference that's um, happening just in a two weeks here, August 24th and 25th. And then so exciting. Yeah, so exciting. And then we we also have a um, membership platform that is able to connect our community kind of throughout the year. So fun. And so how did you get started in that field and in that work? Yeah, um, great question. I had zero. So we started with a conference in 2014. um, And I had before that, zero experience in running events or conferences and really, like, never had a desire to do anything like that. Um, And uh, my background is in graphic design and digital media, so I was actually working as a freelance graphic designer um, for a long time before I started Yellow. And I was running my design business, and it was going great. Like, I was making money, and I kind of brought it up to a place where I was proud of. Um, I was getting great clients, and um, it, was, it was going well. But I always I, – I got to a point where I was like, okay, like, I feel like I'm just going from project to project, and it's going fine. Like, there's nothing – horrible about the stuff that I'm working on like it's fine but there's all there was also no spark for me there was no like purpose or like greater mission that I was working towards um I just kind of felt like I was going through the motions like okay another project design brand website another project same thing same thing and um I found myself through this like repetitive time um really kind of getting into a place where I started comparing myself a lot to other people who seemed to be um, farther ahead than me or would land like this really awesome client or would just put out a project that was just so amazing looking and I'm like, oh, like I suck. So I kind of like got into this place where I was just feeling like really um, really down and really bad about myself. I wasn't quite sure where I was headed. Like I'd always, 
I'd always wanted to be a freelance graphic designer and through a series of events, it happened way faster than I thought it would. And um, so I felt like I was like, okay, I've kind of like reached this goal that I've always had. Now what? And like I'm comparing myself and then I kind of got involved in this community of women who were just really like threatened by each other and very competitive with each other and um, just didn't really make me feel great. Like I always felt like I was on the defense. And um, so with that, um, I kind of started searching and I was like, what is my purpose in this world? Like what, where am I headed? Like I'm like 23 years old or maybe 24, I can't remember at the time. Um, And I have a lot of life to live ahead of me. And so what am, what am I doing? Where am I going? Like what impact am I bringing to this world? Um, and through a series of events, I, in like a really short amount of time, met these women who were doing these, growing these amazing businesses that were bringing good to the world. And I was like so inspired by these women. They were really inviting. They were really collaborative. They were doing great work. And I thought like, wow, how cool is it that these ladies are running these awesome companies and they can go to work every day knowing that their work is making an impact because their business is literally designed around that. Like that was something totally new to me. I'd never seen that before. I'd never seen a woman running a business like that before. So amazing. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh my gosh, like this is so awesome. Like I want to be around women like this. Like I need this in my life. And um, I was literally in the shower. I like still remember it to this day. And I was like, I need to create a conference like with women like this, with like these like badass world changing women um, as the speakers. And because I really like, I mean, just from a totally like selfish perspective, I wanted to sit in the audience and I wanted to hear their stories and why they do what they do and how they got to where they were. Um, So it was kind of like this combination of like creativity and business and like social entrepreneurship that kind of was like taking all of these desires I had and like putting them into one big pot and then like making an event out of it. Um, And yeah, yeah, so that's kind of how it got started. That's amazing. So going back to where you, I mean, I guess probably were in the darker moments when you were comparing yourself to others, which how many of us do that every day, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it's just so easy with social media. You're like <laughs> so constantly easy. looking at other people's highlight reels. It's like, yeah, it's very easy. Yeah. And then just, you know, feeling like you had something bigger that you wanted to do, but you hadn't yet put the puzzle pieces together to do that. What practices and what things got you through those harder moments? Yeah, great question. Um, I think for me, I, at the time, was in a place where I was working from home, so I was alone a lot. Um, I really had, like, no, like, accountability for someone to, like, tell me to, like, get up in the morning and, like, go exercise and, like, get out of your house, take a shower, you know, like, these basic things. And so I think for me in that time, like, the best things that I would 
that I could do for myself in that time was just like literally getting out of the house and being around people, like going to gatherings, going to events, like making the effort to hang out with other women and like talk and be open and vulnerable about what, where I was at and where, what I was going through. Um, that, that was just really helpful to me. And one thing specifically that, um, really helped me in that time was I, I decided to get a studio that was outside of my house. It was actually really close to my house, which was awesome. And I got to ride my bike there, um, in the mornings, but I got a studio that like was just somewhere that I could like leave my house. And I was able to have kind of a more of a normal morning routine and I would ride my bike, which was great to get out and get some exercise and like be around nature. And then I would go to my studio and I would get coffee and be around people. I shared the studio with two other women and um, that was a game changer for me. It was like, I think, a, like a week or two after I went into that studio that I thought of this idea. Um, so for me at that time specifically, it was really like getting out, being around people, exercising, <laughs> being in nature. Just getting out and about. And so then you were able to then meet these amazing women. How did that connection come about? Yeah, well, I'll I'll never forget. It was I actually was teaching Photoshop at this like workshop thing um, that I was invited to come to, um, and one of the women who attended the workshop um, worked for Darling Magazine at the time. That's so cool. And yeah, and I had like seen Darling like on Instagram, but I was kind of I didn't really like know much about it. But I started talking to her, and she was like, "Yeah, it's like all women." working there. Um, and this is like our mission. We want to like bring back the art of being a woman and we don't Photoshop the models and all this stuff. And I was just like, this like, is so cool. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, and now it's so funny cause I'm just, I'm surrounded by people like that all the time now. And, but then it's like, I was not at all. I was just in such a different place. And so it was like water to like my soul. I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is amazing. Like, I love this. I just want to be around people who are doing work like that. Um, well, and it sounded like you were so, amongst yeah. women at that time who were competitive and not super uplifting of each other, right? Yeah, definitely. Like I just had had some experiences where I was just like really put down and um, just really like left feeling like, oh my gosh, like I just like suck, <laughs> like for lack of a better word. Like, um, and yeah, that was just a really bad feeling. So, um, so the, the courage it took then to just go out and put yourself out there. How did you tap into that? Um, yeah, that's a, that's a really good question. How did I tap into that? I mean, honestly, I think like I have at, at this time in my life, I have a much better like understanding of how I work and I have a lot better like routines and practices that I have in my life now. And I understand myself in such a better way. But then... I, I didn't I didn't really know myself very well like and so I feel like the the courage kind of like came from me just being tired of being like where I was I was like I am over this like I, I think like there's a quote that says the um, oh shoot I'm gonna butcher this quote <laughs> but it's something like 
when the pain of being in a bud was more than like the pain it took to blossom like that's when like the flower blooms yeah like the like the pain of staying in the same situation is less than the pain of actually leaving the situation exactly yeah it's like I was feeling like I was just so done I was like I'm so ready for something new in my life that like the courage just kind of came out of there because I was just like well this is not working and this if I just stay here that's just going to suck more than actually like trying to do something new. So, um, yeah, I think it kind of came from that, like at that time. So you mentioned having daily practices and rituals. What are those for you? Well, it's been so cool because with my work with yellow, um, I, it's really like, it really has manifested like what I originally set out to do. Like I wanted to be around women who were collaborative and creative and cared about making an impact in the world. And I truly now like look at my life and I'm like, wow, I really am surrounded by those kind of women. And through that, I've just learned so much about like different practices that people have and different ways to learn about yourself and connect with yourself and give yourself space. Um, and so for me, I, um, I like have recently just discovered how much like smells and food and like journaling, (laughs) I know those are kind of like three funny things to put together, but like When I start my mornings with like putting on my diffuser and like putting my essential oils in my diffuser and like making my coffee in the French press and then making myself a piece of avocado toast with prosciutto on top, like, like it's like this sensory like connection that I have with like just loving yourself in those ways. Yeah, like the sensory connection I have with like the the oils and then like my food and my coffee allows me then to like sit down and I read and I journal and I meditate. Um, I'm a big fan of the Headspace app. Um, And that's kind of like when I when I'm able to start my day in that way, like I feel ready, I feel connected to myself and my purpose and I can then like go out into the world and like do the good hard work um so yeah it's really like a combination of like having kind of my food and my coffee and like my diffuser going and then sitting down and reading and journaling and having a time of meditation yeah and what a great way to start your morning so that the rest of your day just falls into place with as much ease as is possible right (laughs) right right (laughs) every day is different but um it's just it's just so any every day that I'm able to do that in the morning, I just feel so much more prepared for like whatever the day has, like good or or bad. So yeah, and so then, what are some of the big lessons or highlights that you've learned from the women around you? Would you mind sharing some of those? Yeah, um, I've just learned the importance of knowing yourself and knowing how you operate. Um, I have really gotten into the Enneagram lately. Have you heard of the Enneagram? I haven't. What is that? Um, it is, it's like a personality, like, test kind of thing, but um, it's not. I feel like actually a client told me about this last night. 
Oh, really? Yeah, it's, I swear, it's, like, catching on fire, like, every, like, I feel like everywhere I go, people are talking about it these days, but, um, it's been really powerful for me, because I, I, I never actually really related too much to, like, my Myers-Briggs, like, personality that I would always get, I would always get, like, a different result, and so I was kind of like, yeah, I don't know, whatever, um, but I've just, through through friends and through people that I'm around, they were like, oh my gosh, you have to take like this test. Um, you have to figure out what your number is. And um, it's literally changed my life, like figuring out like I'm a nine and reading all about the, my personality and um, how, I'm, how I interact with others and what kind of uh, weaknesses I have and strengths that I have and um, just to be aware of those things. And so I think one of the things is like just being aware of yourself and knowing yourself really well allows you to put yourself in situations where you're set up for success. And if something happens, um, that's like not what you want to happen. You're, I'm able now to be like, okay, well, like I know that I react in this way and that's what I'm doing right now. So that knowledge allows me to like be like, okay, what do I do with this? Because this is like how I'm used to reacting. So, um, it's been really fun to like, kind of talk about like what numbers, like me and my friends are and like, um, how we interact with each other and what our strengths are and what our weaknesses are and how we can better support each other. Um, yeah. So that's been one thing really recently that I've just been like, wow, like the women that I'm around who really know themselves so well, like they just, they're really inspiring and it makes me want to um, know myself better. I love that you turn that into a practice for yourself and how you're sharing that then with your community. Yeah, yeah, totally. Because it's really, anytime I get like excited about something, I talk about it all the time. <laughs> and um, so, yeah. And I always want to know other people's numbers too. Like <laughs> I, you know, like, I, I'm always like, oh, what? Like, I love guessing, like, what number you are and, like, trying to figure it, out, figure it out. But anyways, yeah, it's really fun. So the days when you don't start with your practices, what do those days look like for you? Oh, gosh. Like, the days that I don't start with my practices are – I always end up feeling more tired, like – Cause usually it's me just like waking up and being like rushed and then kind of like going right to my computer and just feeling like I need to catch up with stuff because I didn't like start the day right and feeling more stressed and just like at the end of the day, it's so funny because you'd think that like if you're getting like less sleep cause you're waking up early, you would be more tired, but it's always the times where I like skip my mornings that I feel more tired at the end of the day. Um, and I think it's just because I wasn't able to be like filled up then to give, you know? Um, and when you're, when you don't have that time to like fill yourself up, you don't have like, I just feel like I don't have as much to give out. Um, so I'm always tired and rushed and more stressed usually. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And how do you get back on track? Um, doing my best the next day to say, okay, like I really need to, um, get back on it tomorrow. Um, or like giving myself grace, I think is, has been really important for me too. Like slowing down and saying like, you know what, like today I didn't do things perfectly and I didn't, 
um, like do the routine in the morning like I would have liked to, but um, there's always tomorrow and there's always another day. And right now um, I can take some time to like even connect with myself. And um, even if it wasn't like at the right, at the exact time that I wanted to do it or, or whatnot. Like there are always times during your day where you can take, take some time out and like connect with yourself. Like for me, like sometimes I'll just, if I wasn't able to do in the morning, I'll take some time out of the middle of the day and do like my meditation. Um, I'll put my diffuser on like right at my desk. And there are always ways that I can like kind of have like little bites of like that routine um, during my day. But it's also just having grace and knowing that like, oh my gosh, like that's actually really important for me to do. So tomorrow I'm going to like get back on it and try again. Yeah. And I love that you give yourself the grace and the space and also talking about like the bites and taking those moments to pause, um, that it doesn't have to be this big event or this big hurdle in your day, that it can be just a moment, right? Totally. Yeah. And I'm always surprised. It's funny because you think like after however many times I've done it, that I wouldn't be surprised anymore. But I'm always surprised that like, wow, that really helped me like get back on track, you know, by just taking like five to 10 minutes out of your day. Um, if sometimes when you're in the zone and you're, or for me when I'm working and like that feels like an eternity to stop my stuff and like take time out. But it's really just like, I mean, we'll spend like five minutes scrolling through Instagram. Why can't we spend five minutes like stepping away, breathing, like taking time for yourself so yeah yeah how would you describe your life at this point um really good like I am just so thankful for this life that I get to live like it's so easy for us I think to take things for granted especially living in the United States and having as much as we have I think we just get used to it and we think like wow like like, this is just normal. This is what everybody has. But um, I think that I've just learned recently that I just, I have so much and I have such a good um, community of people around me. And I I live in, like, a really cute little place. And I have, like, a husband who loves me and a cat that loves me and friends who love me. And I'm able to do work that I feel purpose in and that I love and that I'm, like, ready to do for the next, like, 25 years. Like, I I feel like I've just found what I am supposed to do in life. And that's, like, just pretty – I don't know. Like, I still can't even believe that that's – this is what I get to do with my life. And I'm just so thankful. Like my, my life is absolutely not perfect. There are a lot of things that are not great about it, but there are so many amazing things. And, um, yeah, so I'm just super, I'm really am thankful for the life I get to live. When you reflect back on who helped you get to this space or this place or who influenced you the most teachers mentors or guides who comes to your mind gosh like so many <laughs> I mean how much time do we have here um <laughs> but I mean there are so many like the first what person that came to my mind was actually my sixth grade teacher his name was Mr. Bamford and um he just had a different way of teaching. Like he would let us do 
skits instead of like book reports. Like if we wanted to report on the book through like acting it out and like making a play out of it, he would let us. Um, he just kind of let us take our creativity and like run with it. And he didn't stifle us. He didn't tell us like no. And he um, he truly did have a really big impact on me. Like it it was a time where I realized like how creative I was and how I really did love like doing things differently and how it was possible to do that. So many people have shaped me um, in big ways and small. My parents are huge. I love my parents and I'm just thankful to have a good relationship with them and they're so encouraging and um, yeah, I don't know, like so many. <laughs> how beautiful that you can say that, right? Yeah. Yeah, it really is. It's good. If you wanted to share a practice or something that was a beginner's practice for our listeners, where would you tell them to start today? Um, I would say, uh, like I mentioned meditation before, um, the Headspace app ha- is a really great tool, I think, for people just getting into like the beginning phases of meditation. It's very like... Um, it's very guided. It's very much like empathetic in the way that um, the the guide Andy on the on the app like talks talks you through it and empathizes with you and your feelings and like kind of just guides your thoughts and your breath. Um, I would say start with that because honestly, when I was able to start um, like doing meditations, it it kind of rocked my world and brought me into a place where I realized how important that was to still. Um, to quiet your brain and quiet your mind and um, just to breathe and focus on that. And um, yeah, like it's a great place to start. And I think it is a great breeding ground for so many other, um, other things that can come out of that. What helps you to tap into your creativity every day? Um, good question. I truly think that it's always different. Um, <laughs> Like, I I feel like sometimes it's, like, a conversation with with someone um, or someone, like, pushing me and being, like, hey, you got this. Um, That inspires me to get creative. Sometimes it's, like, me just stepping away and getting outside and, like, like not worrying about work. Um, But I really think that creativity is birthed when we're not stressed and when we're at peace and when we um when we're not using our brain so much like I mentioned that I thought of the yellow conference while I was in the shower like they say a lot of good ideas come when you're in the shower or when you're doing the dishes or when you're cleaning the house because you're 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 doing something but your mind is like free to think about other things and um so yeah, when I'm at peace and when I don't feel stressed and um, when I'm able to step away from like the really like hard mind work, I think that that's when like my creativity is able to come to the forefront. And so tell us more about the Yellow Conference coming up because that's super exciting. Yeah, I'm so excited. Um, so the Yellow Conference, like I mentioned, it's for creative, entrepreneurial-minded women who want to make a difference in the world. And um, we have some amazing speakers coming this year. It's a two-day event. Um, 
We have um, Maggie Doyne, who's the um, founder and CEO of the Blink Now Foundation. She was named like CNN Person of the Year, Time Magazine, like Philanthropist of the Year. And she has just a really amazing story that she's going to be sharing with our audience. Um, we have Ashley Lemieux, who's the founder of The Shine Project, which is a clothing company that employs um, children who are currently in the foster care system. And she has an amazing story as well. Um, she has experienced a lot, especially in the past year, and she's going to be talking a little bit about that at the conference. And um, we have some great panels. We have the Do Good Marketplace, or the Do Good Goods, we call it, Marketplace, where um, it's a marketplace with all like ethical, sustainable, or give back vendors um, that you can meet and get to know and shop and um yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be really fun. I'm so excited. What are some of your favorite highlights from the last couple of years conferences? Highlights. Um, people ask me this, and it's just like so hard for me to choose one. But I love I love meeting people like who you've either talked to on the internet or followed online or or uh, just connected with um, in some way. Like, I love meeting them in real life. Like, we live in such a digital world that, like, these person-to-person interactions, I think, become more and more important. And just being in a room where there's, like, 500 women who are, like, fired up and ready to change the world, there's just such a buzz and energy that comes with that that it's, like, that's always my favorite. It's, like, just all these people being in a room, like, you can just feel it in the air that there is, like amazing things that will ripple effect out of this room and that's like that's totally my favorite every year I love it and I'm so excited that it's coming up so soon where can our listeners find out more about you and the awesome work that you do in this world yeah you can head to yellowco.co and pretty much everything's there um you can follow us on instagram at yellow conference and uh twitter at yellow conf and um yeah all the things are like at yellowco.co so head there and you'll you'll find all the things thanks so much for hanging out with us today cool thank you so much for having me Thank you so much for tuning in today for this episode of Oz Stories. Please feel free to like, comment, share, and give us feedback about what topics you would like to hear more of. As always, you can find the show notes and resources from this episode and more at our webpage, www.abreathoffreshawe.com, and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at A Breath of Fresh Awe. We hope you are leaving feeling more motivated and inspired in your journey of self-discovery, and create more moments of wonder and awe in your everyday life. Tune in next week for our next episode.